May the words of my mouth and then the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. It was four in the morning when we set off on the last day of our ascent up to Machu Picchu, the ancient and ruined city of the Inca people in Peru. We had spent some time acclimatizing by uh, spending time in the city of Cusco, which is right nearby Machu Picchu, and also walking up slowly the first few days of our hike. This was a five-day hike, and we had just woken up on, very early on the morning of the last day in order to arrive at the sun gate, just slightly above the city of Machu Picchu, in order to see the sun rise. We learned very quickly during our time in high altitude that Bradley, one of our group members, was having some trouble with the altitude. He did the best he could, and our local guide was wonderful with him, giving him extra herbs to settle his stomach, extra blankets at night when it was cold. And Bradley seemed to be doing well, ready to push on for this last ascent. It was not a technical climb, but yet it was a rocky path and uphill. Before we set off on this very early, at this very early hour, our guide gathered us together. We had our headlamps on and our flashlights out, and he said, follow me. Follow me and follow one another. Because what he wanted was for our collective light to shine together to create a larger pool of light so we would have greater visibility in this early hour. There wasn't much, there was no moonlight actually. It was a cloudy morning, cloudy night. He wanted us to walk together so that we could make this ascent with greater light. And so we started off, and Bradley quickly had trouble. And the guide asked one of the other locals to be the leader, and he came back, and he walked alongside Bradley all the way up the mountain. It wasn't easy because sometimes the path was too narrow for two people, but the guide just walked with him just to let Bradley know he was there. And when we got to the top, yes, we all made it, Bradley included. When we got to the sun gate, that plateau, there was a rock that was the favorite one of our guide, and he had Bradley sit down on it. He said, come, come, sit. And Bradley sat. And the guide pointed to where we had been. Look, see. We started five days ago in that river valley, and here we were now. And then the guide said, pointing in front to the ruins of Machu Picchu. Look, see, see where you've come, see where you are going. These phrases, follow me and come and see, figure not only in this story of Bradley and those of us hiking up to Machu Picchu, but also in today's gospel reading. We are at the very beginning of Jesus' ministry in the Gospel of John. He is gathering disciples to himself. He has just, in the preceding text before this one we read today, gathered together Andrew and Simon Peter, and now Philip and Nathaniel. First thing Jesus says to Philip is, follow me. But if you notice, there's something that comes right before follow me. It is that Jesus found Philip. To follow Jesus, to be a disciple of Jesus is in some very fundamental way to be found by Jesus, to be known, to be seen, to be loved. Because the finding of us is born of Jesus' love for us. And the knowledge and the seeing is vastly important. And we see it 
prominently in Jesus finding Nathanael. Nathanael says, how do you know who I am? Where do you know who I am? And Jesus says, I saw you, I saw you sitting under the fig tree. Before calling Nathanael, before calling Philip, Jesus found them. I ask you, and this is true for you and me, you and me, we cannot be unfound. We are found and known and loved and seen. It's like the psalm text, you knit me together in my inmost parts. We cannot be unfound. Even if we are angry about COVID and the sadness and the economic fallout and all the death and suffering, we cannot be unfound. We have been found. Even if we are lonely and wondering where God is in our lives, we are still found. Even if we don't always make it to remote worship on Sunday morning, we are still found. Jesus has found us and has said, follow me. What Andrew, sorry, what Philip does after being found and following Jesus is that he turns right around and he finds Nathanael. To be found by Jesus is in some ways a responsibility and an honor than to turn around and find someone else. Someone else who needs to hear of God's love and see God's love through you for them. There are people hurting today, people suffering, feeling isolated, and I ask you this week to take on the mantle of Philip, to go find someone who needs to know God's love through you, to be found by you the way you have been found by Jesus, to be known and to be seen, someone to hear you say, I see you. So pick up the phone, write a text, hand $5 out the window to somebody at the stop sign who's asking for money. See someone who needs to be seen, find someone who needs to be found, who needs to know the love of Jesus through you. And then do the second thing that Philip did. Because in finding Nathaniel, he was able to find his words. He was able to articulate why it is he is following Jesus. What he says is, this is the one whom the prophet spoke of, whom Moses spoke of. It is Jesus, the son of Joseph of Nazareth. In finding Nathaniel, Philip finds his words. And I ask you, as you reach out to someone this week, articulate to yourself why it is you follow Jesus. Articulate it is why you are doing what you are doing. And maybe it will sound something like this. I follow Jesus because in this dark time in, pan in the pandemic, Jesus is hope. I follow Jesus because in the face of racial injustice and economic hardship, Jesus will make all things right. I follow Jesus because even if I feel alone, I know that he walks with me up that path at four in the morning in the dark. Fill in the blank. I follow Jesus because. Say it to yourself, and if you feel comfortable, you may say it to the other person depending on your relationship with him or her. But most of all, articulate it, find your own words for why you follow Jesus. And then do the third thing that Philip does, which is to stop talking. He doesn't engage in a sermon. There's no long treatise. It's a very simple statement. And then he pauses. 
And then he pauses, and what he says is, come and see. Come and see who Jesus is for me. Come and see who Jesus is for other people in our community. And you too can know who Jesus can be for you. Come and see, for it is in relationship, it is walking together up that rocky path that we really truly know who Jesus is for us. We know how much we have been seen and known and loved. This is not a solo journey. It is an opportunity to invite another to say, by saying, come and see. See who Jesus can be for you and for me. And we gather together all this understanding of who Jesus is by listening to one another, by watching one another, by living into the fullness of being known and loved as Jesus' disciples. And then we learn more and more who Jesus is and can be for us. So follow me and come and see together, together along that path. Now follow me and come and see are lovely phrases, and they might just fall flat unless, unless we say yes. Philip said yes to Jesus by walking, getting up on his feet, and following Jesus. And Nathaniel, Nathaniel, who starts off as this skeptic, this one who is prejudicial against those from Nazareth, he has this epiphany moment. And he says yes in this declaration, this confession. You are the Son of God, the King of Israel. Let yourself be surprised like Nathaniel to see what Jesus can be and for you. And if you are the one who is receiving a text, a phone call, or outreach from somebody, say yes. Let yourself be surprised by God. Let yourself follow along with someone together along this path. For it is in walking together that we support one another as we follow Jesus, as we are Jesus' disciples. It is how we learn, how we understand the fullness of who Jesus is, the Son of God who has said, follow me. And where are we following Jesus to? To where are we going? Step back a little bit and think about the Gospel of John. Nathaniel's confession sums up one of the biggest points in the entire Gospel. You are the Son of God. It is to that place that we are walking where we can confess this truth in body, mind, and spirit with all that we are and all that we do. As a community and as individuals, you are the Son of God. That is the centerpiece of this gospel. There's no mystery here. As Richard Hayes says, it is the New Testament writing that most vividly portrays the connection between heaven and earth, the divine and the holy, the extraordinary in and among the ordinary. And we see Jesus' role in this because in that very last verse of today's gospel reading, it is Jesus' body that is the connector between heaven and earth and on which the angels ascend and descend. No longer Jacob's ladder. Now Jesus, God incarnate, who is that connection between heaven and earth. 
And Hayes goes on to say that this is transformative. It transforms everything we do into a moment of encounter with the holy, so that even the most ordinary acts become sacred. The ordinary act of sitting under the fig tree is a moment of encounter with Jesus. An ordinary text or email to a friend, someone you haven't seen in a while, is infused with God's love. An ordinary act of watching remote worship in your home is an invitation to Jesus to be with you in your space. The ordinary is infused with the extraordinary, the divine, the holy, and it allows us to live into this full declaration of Jesus, you are the Son of God. And this transformation in this go- that is portrayed in this gospel means that the created earth and the redeemed world are one. So by living like this, we begin to understand what eternal life is. It is eternal life here and now that gives us a glimpse of the ultimate eternal life that is to come. That is where we are going. So join one another on this path. Know that you are found. Find another and join together saying, come and see, walking up the path, the rocky path, out of the darkness, into the light, carrying your collective light, but ultimately walking toward the light of Jesus, Jesus the Christ, the Son of God. Follow me, come and see together. Amen.